0: What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me as always is my podcasting partner, Paul. Rest in peace, Screech Powers. Oh, 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 oh dude. Oh, that hurts. Like, you just saying that, it threw me way out of whack. I didn't expect such a, such a sad little comment from you to start. But yes, rest in peace, Samuel Screech Powers. Justin Diamond. Uh yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, <laughs> your OG fans podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. As always, intro and outro music is provided by Park in Maine. Check them out over at parkinmainband.com. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at so says J Paul. At Dervish of World. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And the pod can be found... And the Bright Side of the Sun podcasting network can be found on all pod forms, podcasting platforms, and of course at brightsideofthesun.com.com.com. .com. Paul, my man, what's going on, dude?
1: I just watched the, uh, just finished up a very rousing Suns game with a excellent ending. I would call the
0: Can't ending complain. arousing. That's how good it was. Mwah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're... Or recording, because we've been trying, I swear to God, guys, we've been trying to record. We've been trying, and it's either cancel like I five cancel, times. Paul cancels, uh, well, there's really we nobody has to cancel, we forget, <laughs> um, and and so the other day, Paul's like, all right, dude, Tuesday, or Monday, whatever day it is, <laughs> let's do Monday, and today, he's like, we're going to record tonight, I'm like, yeah, but what about jam session, they're going to be doing the postgame, he's like, let's just record tonight. And then you can put out Wednesday or whatever. So we're recording after the Suns game. Hopefully nothing like crazy news breaks on Tuesday uh, before this comes out. But regardless, yeah, we're recording right after the Suns finished the season sweep of the Dallas Mavericks, correct? Yes, that, that, be, that is correct. That would be three. That would run the Suns record since the draft of 2018 to 8-1 and one against the Mavs. That would run a certain DeAndre Ayton to being undefeated for games he's played in. We don't need to talk about why he didn't play in one of the games. That's a whole different story. Um, and it seems the to like, the past. Yeah. The past is the past. Let's move on people. Gosh, stop bringing it up. And, and, and it seems like in the past few weeks, there's just been this uncertainty. And I guess the uncertainty is probably still there because we've seen three performances in a row now by the Suns, three wins in a row, Um, coming off of losing four of their previous five. Uh, What I was getting at was it seemed like when they were going through those doldrums, (laughs) that word is for you, Shar, if you're listening, when they were going through those doldrums after they had three games postponed because of the Washington Wizards, um, things really seemed out of sorts for them. Uh, Like I said, lost four out of five. Uh, some bad losses in there. Some tough losses in there, too. Maybe Actually, some five losses of that six. should have been wins. Was it five out of six? My
1: well, bad. they had lost the Washington game.
0: Pre, Pre-COVID.
1: pre Yeah.
0: Um, or pre-COVID. Pre-suspended pre-sus- games. Pre-quarantine games. or
1: whatever you want to call it. But point being,
0: now we're back. Uh, we have... The Suns on a three-game win streak, the last two games being wins over Dallas, the first game being win over Golden State. And This is something while we were preparing for this, we didn't even bother going into possibly talking about, but I'm going to talk about it, Paul, because as I just talk, it's coming up and it's coming to the mind. So the Suns are on a three-game win streak after Uh running into some rocky road, right? Not the ice cream, an actual rocky road. Okay, it's a figurative rocky road, (laughs) not the ice cream, but a challenge, a challenging part of their season, losing five of six. Yeah. Are you I mean, feeling, do you feel, no, there wasn't a question yet, bro. No, Let I'm, taking I'm taking over.
1: I'm taking over. I haven't do you, been able to speak on Mike in weeks. Do you feel, do you feel
0: more comfortable at where the Suns are now that they have won three games in a row? Or are you still concerned that what we saw in that, cluster of games where we lost five of six is more the reality of this team.
1: I mean, I wasn't all that concerned in that loss five of six area. Because I mean, one we've known that it was going to be kind of a little up and down start just because of the truncated preseason and like no off season, et cetera. So these guys are learning how to play together. And Chris Paul is a huge new piece into that, you know, and him and Booker kind of trying to figure out what they're doing and like how how to play with each other has taken some time and um so there was there was that and then on top of that you've had some guys out for various reasons you know Sarge has been out for a while Book was hurt campaigns out you know we're like we literally don't have a backup point guard we can actively play right now and then we were down to for a while, the only legitimate distributor on the team who could actually like run, truly run an offense was Chris Paul for a handful of games. You know, I I was chalking it up more to just the inconsistency of the uniqueness of this season than I was the, um, the Suns like falling back to Kind of like what happened last season, where they had the hot start and then fell back down to earth. I think they're still a very good team, and they'll just get better as guys like Sarge and Campaign get back on the court.
0: And I think what you're kind of referring to when you say, "Is this going to be like it was last year?" is is it the same old sons? And I use that phrase specifically because I feel like I saw that pop up quite a bit. Uh, both on Twitter and maybe even on some of our uh, our group texts that we have going
1: on, um, and and you know, and we're the podcast of optimism for a reason, Justin.
0: We are, we are. But you know, <laughs> as you were talking through and responding to my question, I was thinking about what the answer to my own question that we didn't discuss at all before this, uh, <laughs> because I, I really don't know. I'm like. <laughs> how did I feel? And I started thinking back to how I felt during, during that stretch. And again, we've got three, win game winning streak here. I'll say, I don't think that what we saw in that stretch is, is any resemblance of what the team's results in the long run will show to be. And when I say that, I mean, wins and losses. I, I, uh, I, but at the time, uh, thinking back, I was like, I felt like I was super bummed about those games. And as you were speaking, it dawned on me the fact that I was I was like seriously bummed like sad like sad about those losses. Well, I mean, they,
1: like the two Denver games were like they were overtime games and like you know they were they are tough losses, you know, but they weren't blowouts.
0: Right, but what? They but they what I'm getting sad. at exactly before let's think about the past ten years. Suns losses really drew no emotion from me because we're used to them right it happens The same old sons would just lose games all the time Uh but now this team that we expect to win no can win when those losses happen I feel like that's why it makes me sad so while I was sad I was not down and out about the team I'm with you I mean look at it well one of the Denver games we should have won because Jamal Murray traveled at the end Yeah, that's just plain and simple. That's not even like, who knows what could have happened? No, that was literally the last play of the game. Had they called it, right? that's a win for the Suns game before that against Denver. That was an overtime loss. So, you know, we're seeing some of these bad losses occur still, but we just need to see what we're starting to see out of the team, especially what we saw tonight. And what we've seen for the past few games with Chris Paul is Chris Paul coming on strong, right? Booker back in the lineup. And we saw Booker. Do what Booker needs to do, and that's get his team a win by making that last shot. And Aiton's been what he's been for the past you know, half dozen, dozen games or so, at least on the defensive side of the ball and the rebounding. uh, Rebounding like a madman. Now I'd like to see him getting more touches and getting more points. He had those few games where he scored, what, 24 and 17. He had one game, 18 and 16, another game, something like that. But regardless – He's contributing to, you know, a a, a winning team right now. And and ultimately, like I said, I think it just boils down to the pieces starting to really come together. And I think we had talked before about expecting that, you know, 20, 25 game mark to be when we would think that the team might be where it could be. You know, we're going to get a good idea, but that team's going to be at that mark and we're still not even there. Um, and I think these pieces are going to continue to come and fall back into place. And I feel even more optimistic now, somehow, I don't know what just happened.
1: (laughs) Well, to, to your point about Aiden, I think there's a level of, you know, he is third banana on this team. And, you know, when we see these big threes in other, in other teams, one guy always kind of has to sacrifice, particularly on that offensive end. And, you know, for the, for the heat that was Chris Bosch, you know, his, his number, though he was still an all-star because they were like kicking everybody's ass, you know, his numbers during that time were not what they were when he was kind of like a lead guy. Same thing with Kevin Love and the Cavs, same thing with Ray Allen with the Celtics. There's always one guy that kind of has to sacrifice in some way, shape or form that seems to be Aiden on this team, which kind of makes sense. He's the youngest guy. He's the guy who's still developing, Paul and Booker are ball-dominant guys. So, you know, he's not getting a lot run for him. So he's contributing in other ways. You know, I mean, he's – shit. I mean, he's been averaging what for rebounds for, like, the season? And he's averaging 12.6 for the season. And over the last freaking um, 10 games, you know, he put up 17 uh, last night. You know, 17 the night before, 13 the night before that, 14 the game before that, and then another 13. That's just the last five. So, you know.
0: I think they said during the broadcast tonight that today, tonight's game was his eighth game in a row with at least 13 rebounds, which was a Suns record.
1: Little tidbit. Go on. You know, m- maybe we should just chalk it up that, like, he's just, he should just get – 12 rebounds anything less than 12 rebounds is you know yeah he, he he didn't do what he's supposed to do it
0: would be below average for him because he's <laughs> averaging more than 12 rebounds a game right, right now yeah, exactly okay. yeah all right well let's let's we're talking what about we we're talking <laughs> about talk positive about stuff let's 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 talk about p- perhaps maybe it could be considered negative let me, let me run a scenario by you here, Paul. I'm going to, I'm going to okay. give you two players and you tell me which player you think is the better player, right? Okay. Easy enough. Okay. Player one averages 9.9 points a game on 39% field gold shooting 34% from three. Uh, and, um, Throws in, let's say, uh, an assist and a half a game. That really okay. doesn't matter. Player two averages 12.4 points a game, shooting 47% overall and 38.4% from three-point range. Okay. Which of those two players would you say is a better player?
1: <laughs> I mean – if you say anything other than player number 2, I you are, are not you know something that you didn't say.
0: <laughs> right. Right. And and there is nothing else to say. Your you, your answer is correct. And the trick here Paul is that is the same player. Are there, player 1. It? Yes, player <laughs> 1 is Cam Johnson as a starter, player 2 is Cam Johnson as a reserve. Which leads me to my question and that is Cam Johnson has now started what eight games last eight games, I believe I guess it was so, yeah. tonight. Should Cam Johnson remain a starter or should Monty switch it back to Jay starting and Cam coming off the bench?
1: I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a multifaceted question because for one, I I think Jay Crowder is the better option as a starter for a couple reasons. One, one being he is definitely more of a role player and needs others to create shots for him. So having guys like, you know, playing with book and playing with CP three more will have, you know, he's going to get those open looks. He's going to get fed. Whereas cam has actually shown he's, you know, got a little bit of a handle. He can drive to the basket. You know, he can create his own shot a little bit more than you really see from Crowder. So, um, from that stand plus crowder's bigger so he can provide a little bit more on that defensive end particularly against those bigs it really thins out our defense um when we're uh if cam's starting so and i think but part of that at the same time is you know as i mentioned previously we don't have a secondary creator right now like with campaign out like that's kind of that's kind of thrown a monkey wrench into that whole thing it was like would what does it work does the calculus work work does the spacing work does the flow of the offense work in that second unit if campaign was back running the show because right now when you've got each one more or you know even javon carter who hasn't been in the rotation for the last few games anyways or i don't even know who else we have running the running the backup point guard spot tyshawn alexander Mm -hmm. nope (laughs) has he gotten a minute this Uh, season one minute this season maybe i don't believe so so. um so you know we don't really have somebody running the offense well and you know getting the ball to guys in the spots that they you know can thrive in so i i would like to see it switched back personally i was honestly to back up, why I don't understand why it happened in the first place. I don't understand like I kind of get where Monty was coming from, but at the same time I thought it was like a little um little bit of a um knee-jerk reaction, but at the same time he likes to play with the lineups early in the season. You
0: know, yeah, he did we this saw,
1: last year.
0: Yeah, we saw a lot of it last year, and and it's a good question why it happened because you'll remember. They're coming off of the bad loss to Washington. No, to to Washington.
1: Hold on, yeah, this doesn't seem right. Yeah, well, to Washington. Well, did it? Did the change happen? Was like, the, like right after the postponement? Because Washington was they they missed three games, and then when they came back, was that when Cam started starting?
0: Cam's first game as a starter, yeah, was after Memphis, or was at Memphis? Excuse me, after the Washington game. So yeah, it was coming off of that Washington loss, right? And. I remember during the pre- Monty's post game press conference, he said something about possibly making a change, and that's when everyone thought that Aiton was not going to be starting anymore. Remember that? I feel like that made its way around. I, like I, I, I missed, I I
1: missed that one. Like, who are we going to have start? I don't know. People <laughs> just, just say
0: stuff and don't leave any logic to uh, to, to follow it. So, but at any rate, um, yeah, that was when Cam first got the start was that Memphis game and they're now what that's eight starts. So they're, they're four and four in his starts after this three game win streak. Um, But I think you see a stark difference in, you know, his production so far now at the same time, like you said, it's like, why did it even happen? Yeah. Monty likes to tinker with things and it seems like, okay, if you've done it now see it through, you know, these last three games, here, they've got three wins. Maybe maybe Cam's starting to figure his way a little bit more. And that's not to say he, in particular, had great games, but they're winning. So that's well, obviously what's important.
1: And, um, and there's a little bit of also, you know, he was thriving in that bench role, and he had already previously in the bubble been that starter. So it's like, oh, you know, Crowder was kind of brought in. He was given the starting spot based off of, veteran history. And, you know, maybe Monty had always intended that Cam would move into that starting spot once he earned it. And he had thought he'd earned it at that point. I don't yeah. know, but um you know, thinking you earned it, but at the same time making the change when, you know, the team's sliding a little bit are kind of two different things, two kind of incongruous things. So, um you know, I don't know, but at the same time, I, I, li- I think I like just kind of the flow of things with cam on the bench and Crowder in the starting lineup, but we'll see how it goes. You know, when particularly like, like even just getting Dario back who like, you know, from being able to, you know, facilitate the offense from that like post position, you know, just, we don't have anybody on that bench who can facilitate the offense, you know, and. And even with that, you know, just finally getting Book back so you can at least have a second, you know, you know, run a little point book or whatever, you know, as long as Etuan Moore is not the one holding the ball when you bring Book back in with the last minute to play and he doesn't even touch the ball, you know, what, what's that? But, um, you know, we'll see how it evolves from here. You know, we've got the Suns are a nice three-game win streak. Book, you know, came back tonight and kind of sh- – seem to found his rhythm a little bit. I think him and uh, Chris Paul might actually finally be able to be finding their own rhythm together as well, which would be really nice, you know, and then if we can get everybody on the same page, I'm, I'm just waiting for that game. We haven't had that game yet where everybody's just kind of firing in all cylinders.
0: Yeah, no, I think, and I think it's coming and <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm going to assume that this cam Johnson as a starter is something we're going to see for a little bit until, until it really starts to, 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 to not work if that ever hmm. happens. Um, but you know, I've, I've felt from obviously we went into the season expecting cam to start basically before we started signing people, right. Just because we right. didn't know that we were going to be able to pick up a starting caliber four and cam I, I think has been there since, you know, since the bubble. Yeah. Um, but then Jay Crowder, obviously, like you said, has the has the history, he has the pedigree, uh, having been to the playoffs, having won championships. Okay.
1: And hold hold up. Go ahead. Sorry, um, scrolling through Twitter while you're talking. Apparently, Jay Crowder calls Devin Booker Lil Scoot. Oh. I don't wow. know how I feel about that, but <laughs> you just do welcome back, Lil Scoot, my boy called game.
0: Lil Scoot or scoop?
1: Scoot? scoot S C O O T. I,
0: I, I guess it depends on what the what the history is behind that um, i need to know the history yeah, of that I, name. Really, I really need to know that too somebody find that out for us let's let's uh let's ask ask uh dave or brendan next time to ask that question post game um i don't know what i was talking about anymore paul what was i talking You're about? Welcome. i don't
1: even know i was too distracted
0: uh, I think I was talking about uh, uh, Jay Crowder coming in, having the history uh, uh, to be a starter and what have you. you know, it made sense to put him in that starting spot. Um, you know, ultimately though, we have to assume that we're going to expect Cam Johnson to be a starter um, in the in the future. And if Monty thinks he's ready, then give it a whirl. And as long as they're, you know, we've had mixed mixed so far. I mean, I guess 500 so far. But if they uh, can figure things out and continue to win games then so be it. And then ultimately too, it might just be a matter of Cam Johnson just going through a tough stretch and that's it. You know, it might not really even have anything to do with him moving to the starting lineup. It just happens to coincide with that. Who knows? But either way it's been eight games. I say ride it out a little bit, a little bit longer. If all of a sudden you start seeing things really fall off the rails then then start thinking about making the move, but let, let it, let it meld together a little bit before you start making uh, any changes I would say all right Paul
1: what yeah. do you want to talk What's about next? now
0: um you want to talk about Monty's rotations um I'm more than happy to let you go into that right now because my
1: voice seems to be going right
0: now which isn't good
1: yeah I mean I think we we've kind of alluded to it a little bit ago of how like Monty likes to kind of play around with like different combinations and whatnot but and you know maybe it's little bit of you know we've got a lot of guys who can play on this team you know guys that kind of deserve minutes but it's just been kind of weird seeing how like you know I think everybody's questioning why Galloway's not getting more more minutes particularly in games where the offense stalls we know that dude's instant offense just bring him off the bench see if he's hot if you know you know we he he is that type of guy, but at the same time, even when he is hot, sometimes Monty doesn't ride him. He like, you know, yeah, he'll pull well, him. He, he scores, he gets nine quick points in like four minutes in the first half, and then doesn't play in the second half. Like, what is that?
0: Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was I was going to say. And and that's a guy too where it doesn't take long to figure out whether he has it on a night or not because he doesn't need to be in a game long before he takes a shot. Um, right, exactly, two or three. Um, so yeah, he, he he's definitely a guy that you know right off the bat whether whether uh, he has going or and, and and I think that Langston is probably the the biggest question mark I have when it comes to Monty's rotations because okay we can talk about uh, Javon Carter obviously Javon Carter has a lot
1: of value to this team he's he's a bulldog uh, but you know he's one of our better play, shooters and we've been he, kind of he, dry from the three point line which is sure. Sure,
0: and but his you know his playmaking ability and ability to run offense is where where he he lacks. Um yes. At least from my perspective, right? Right. I feel like Lang- Langston Galloway. Let me step back. So Javon, he's kind of that guy. If you really need somebody to pes- pester a, a you know an opposing uh, team's ball handler or, or 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 score, you want to put a guy like Javon on him. Do it. If you need you know a defensive. D and three, three and D type guy who can handle the ball a little bit, you know, Carter does, but he has kind of a niche. And I think that's why you're starting to see his, his minutes limited some, but Galloway seems to have a primary skill set that is very useful, especially the way the Suns have been chucking up threes this year. So I've, I've been confused in particular by, by, you know, Langston Galloway not getting more minutes. Uh, It seems to me like, especially when the offense gets stagnant, he would be the perfect guy to, to get in there you know, we've had a couple of quarters recently. We had the one what, 10 point quarter and I forgot what game that was. OKC maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other night um, it was a Dallas game. I think the first Dallas game we were stuck at 10 points, I think, in the third quarter until pretty late in. But luckily, obviously, that didn't end up hurting us in the long run. But when the offense is not putting up points like that and you're going these long droughts without making a field goal it seems like langston galloway would be the right guy to put in there to try to try to snap snap the the offense out of the funk
1: right or like another example is like you know abdel nader like he, he took took minutes like once book went down he was kind of it kind of coincided with what with him kind of coming back and so he was kind of inserted into the lineup you know in lieu of Carter in Galloway and like guys like that. And then, you know, we come around to this game books back, you know, each has been getting minutes. Galloway's getting minutes. No, no Nader. what, what what's up with that? It was like, can't have two light skinned brothers on the, on the court at the same time. <laughs> I don't, I,
0: I doubt that's it, but <laughs> it, it doesn't mean that the question isn't valid. Uh, why, why, uh, why Nader is not playing? no, You know, I feel like Nader and Frank are two players where whatever they do while they're on the court, I'm either going to think it was awesome or horrific. (laughs) Like, there's no, okay, that was, that was a all right play. Like, they're, they're both to me, either, either hit or miss. It's like Frank tonight comes in, puts up some solid minutes, gets some boards, hits, hits a couple of threes. And then at one point, he had the ball like on the high post and threw one of the weirdest passes. I think trying to hit it, it might have been, I think it was maybe McHale, but just like from four feet away, like whizzed a pass like he's fucking Aaron Rodgers over the dude's head. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> Frank, what just happened? Like, chill, bro. You're, you're doing all right today. Um, And, and Nader is the same way. And the first time Nader started getting regular play, I'm like, why is this guy even playing? Why is he on the floor right now? He looks lost. He's doing everything wrong. And then I think a you know a game, two games after that, he has a really solid game where it's like okay, well maybe this is what we get out of him. Both those guys tend to either make me giddy or drive me insane, uh, and and maybe that's just the nature of being a sports fan. I don't know,
1: but right. I mean, Frank has looked good last couple of games. I mean, he's filled in admirably as that backup. You know. You know he's had had a couple stinkers, but I mean he played well tonight, particularly in a game when like for like the first half, basically nobody could shoot mm-hmm. at all. Like the only like eighty five percent of our points were coming inside from Aiton and Frank, and like you know Frank was actually like producing. You know getting to the line, get or you know getting buckets, getting fouled, etc. You know I didn't hate his minutes for once, which is well, which and has that's- been nice.
0: And that's one of the things that I've said this before, and I'm sure I'll say this time and time again, especially with this team uh, and in this season, but one of the great things about this team is their depth and, and how you're going to have guys like that step up. I mean, let's, let's look at the conversation we're having right now about why Langston isn't getting minutes and why Abdel Nader all of a sudden disappears and inconsistencies as at least being a, a situation where we're wondering why guys are not getting minutes as opposed to why guys are getting minutes. Does that make sense?
1: This is true. Yes. I mean, you know, if we think back to not that long ago where it was like guys were being like gifted minutes who hadn't earned them yet. And, you know, other guys are just like, well, somebody's got to take the minutes and like, but you don't really belong on NBA basketball court.
0: I wonder what Mike James is doing these
1: days. Speaking of which, Probably playing somewhere in Europe, dude. I'm or telling like you, Brazil or something. That
0: guy's. I think it was the first game of that season. It was like, oh, or maybe it was the first game of that preseason. It was like, oh shit, we got something. To this guy, and then like four games into the year, well, he's gone. It's it, like, oh.
1: Well, it was. We had to get freaking rid of Derek Jones for him. Is, hmm? is that and, I? Because might Um, he was on the two way deal and he'd been playing so much Uh, that we had, we had to, he'd used up all his minutes. We had to sign him as like a full-time player, which meant we had to cut somebody else. And that's that's who got cut. And Derek Jones is the guy who's like still in league, but I mean, there's a litany of people who like passed through the Suns who we thought sucked and are playing great now. Like you got great or maybe not great, but like have like become solid seth curry players yeah he was great and I was seth curry
0: up. also went through like six other teams so it's not like yes. the sons were the
1: only <laughs> ones to whiff on that one um you know austin rivers you know he didn't <laughs> even actually play for us but you know he's a solid player you know he'll be a we'll solid have, backup he has, point like guard.
0: The, he has like the who else Who else was like a name that got traded to the Suns but never actually suited up? Did Caron Butler ever play an actual game for no, the Suns? No, he
1: only ever actually suited up in the fashion show that Espo Perfect. planned.
0: That's right. Good job, Espo. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> who else was on that show that, that was shortly thereafter no longer on the Suns? That's what I want to know yeah. now. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to know that, Paul. You don't have to actually think about an answer to that. But I appreciate your effort. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, but yeah, so who I, I, I feel like there are, there have to be other names too. Um, Michael Red actually played for the Suns. Let's think about he this. Didn't. Think about players that played for the Suns that you're like, oh, shoot, like, I forgot the guy played for the Suns
1: well past their prime. Like, he you do forget the, he do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he do. Oof. Oh, man, I, I had another guy on, like tip my tongue and I can not remember who it was. We had Shaq. I mean, come on, we oh, had Shaq. <laughs> yeah, Shaq's
0: like that's like that that was that was almost like Emmett Smith's run with the Cardinals, mm-hmm. you know? Um but I, I feel like Danny Danny Granger, right? We did have yeah
1: did, did he actually play? I don't know maybe or was he, did he play, injured dude? the did whole time and like never I actually he, I don't remember if he actually played or not but yeah there's was, there was some some guys came through during that period. I thought he was injured the whole time, and then once he actually was healthy, that's
0: when they waved. Him.
1: Possibly, yeah.
0: But he was um, cooked by that point anyway. It's not like they really cooked, missed yeah. anything. But anyway, so there's that tangent. Um, uh, what we were talking about, we we're talking about rotations, and we rotated right into a tangent about <laughs> big, <horrible> big, <laughs> big, big-ish named, big-ish named, past big the pr- past their ish? prime
1: guys who can't get past through Phoenix
0: oh my god we shouldn't take a month off from doing this ever and then do it like you know right after a Mavs game although we feel like we should be uh, we're lacking energy here Paul I feel like we should be super stoked after after that win shouldn't we We I I am super
1: stoked stoked. I'm just I'm super
0: old now too and tired yeah I feel you I'm super old
1: and tired and been up since four because that's just my life right now
0: so let's let's move on then, so you can maybe get some sleep tonight. Let me ask you this question: um, are, are the Suns gonna get an All Star this year? And let me let, let me before you even answer that, is there an All Star game this year? I thought there's not an All Star game this year. Is is it gonna be? Is it gonna be, don't be like a Pro Bowl where it's
1: like virtual? Can... <laughs> well, hey, if, if we do that, maybe Book can win it again for us.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it'll be.
1: <laughs> book verse eight
0: and again <laughs> anyway so anyway. there is there is
1: no all-star game as of right now right as of right now i think the, i think the nba and the nb or and the players association have been talking about something but who knows i mean so much could change like so much is changing like freaking like day over day week over week i mean just how much that like numbers have gone down Across the country, and like even in like Arizona and whatnot, from a uh, um, COVID standpoint, I mean, we were. It was not that long ago in like the fir- first half of January, where in Arizona we were averaging over ten thousand cases a day. Um, and now we're sit we're averaging about five thousand. So just in two week period, we've dropped that in half. So who knows what'll happen in the next two weeks? that could make it, you know, like reasonable to like, give it a shot. Plus with vaccines coming out, you know, it's not like NBA players are that high on the list, you know, from that standpoint, but if we get to a, you know, and they shouldn't be, they're not essential. They're not high risk. I mean, maybe some players, you know, have underlying conditions that could warrant it, but as a league, they shouldn't be jumping the line. But at a certain point, you know, it may become available enough that you can just vaccinate the whole league. And then it's like, hey, go ahead, play an all star game. You guys are all vaccinated.
0: <laughs> I was I was researching whether there's going to be an all star game. I can't believe you're talking that whole time about that. <laughs> That's impressive, Paul. Um, you're welcome. Yeah, so, so they're talking about having an all star game. They're not only talking about all All-Star stars
1: either way, but it's they're just talking whether they actually about play or not.
0: Having the festivities too. Um, oh. But. But yeah, there will be All-Stars either way. Again, it's like the Pro Bowl um, this year. But did you answer my question? Are the Suns going to have an All-Star this year? I did
1: not. Um, I think if the Suns continue to maintain a solid playoff positioning going into the All-Star game, I can't see them not earning one.
0: Yeah, no, that seems that seems fair, and I guess the question too becomes, let's see, if they're talking about having the All Star weekend, if you will. Um, I saw a date a second ago. I think it's supposed. To, oh no, here uh, March first part of March. So what? They probably have three weeks of voting, give or take, and and or at least All Star. I shouldn't say voting, but three weeks until All Stars are determined.
1: Right. Right.
0: So. Yep. So then, I guess if you think that the Suns would have an All Star, who do you think that All Star is going to be?
1: Mikhail Bridges.
0: Do, do you really? No. Oh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, w- said, I would hate you've it. You've said crazier things on this podcast before. Right? I
1: have had. I, I didn't say Dario Saric. I didn't say Frank the Tank. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've, there's there's two options clearly. You know, it's, it's Booker and Paul and, you know, Chris, both, both. The weird thing was because both were underperforming Yeah. up until now. It was like, I think that's where people were like, are they going to get an all-star? Cause like, you know, individual numbers wise, the team wasn't, you know, they weren't producing in the way that would warrant an all-star except. So like, if they're going to get in, it'd be on the fact that like the team was playing well enough that, they deserve an all-star because they're good, you know, kind of like thinking back to like the old like Pistons where like no individual player was like, was putting up amazing stats, but they got four all-stars out of it. So, I mean, not like we're going to get four all-stars anytime soon, you know, that's just, you know, next year, you know, so right. did, you answer, did you answer the question? Yet? I know I'm rambling. I'm trying. I don't know who it's going to be. Booker, man, you it's going to be Booker.
0: Booker? See, yeah. okay, good. Cause, we cause can actually debate something. Because I, first of all, I don't know if the Suns are going to end up with an All Star, regardless of where they're where they're 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 sitting in the standings. I, well, I think at the well, end of the okay, day, who, it's who gonna, in the
1: backcourt is going to beat them? Well, calm down,
0: calm down. I think at the end of the day, it's going to depend on how. Booker and Paul play in the next few weeks while all that stuff is, you know, open if Chris Paul keeps playing the way that he's played in the past four games or four of the last five games um, for the next few weeks. And he's, he's going to be an all-star he will, but I think he has to play at that level. And I think book has to play at even higher level than we'd normally expect of him because he has not been putting up what you expect to see him put up so far this year. So
1: I think if I, if book gets back to last year's numbers even if, even just from a scoring perspective like and not like averaging that but like going forward like going into it like the two weeks leading up to it he's averaging 25 26 or so I think he can get he'll, he's not going to get in on the fan vote no, unless of course not unless Kendall starts tweeting about it but no, um I didn't think about yeah. that You didn't yeah no i mean he he really needs to leverage that kardashian fan base get all these girls who love the kardashians to just retweet kendall jenner saying hashtag devin book hashtag nba all-star um yeah that's 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 tens of thousands of
0: votes that would be amazing (laughs) that would be phenomenal if that's how Booker ends up with like the highest voting through that, it's like back. To, did, you ever watch, did you ever watch American Idol back? Is that show still on? Is American Idol still on?
1: Yes, it is. It was canceled for a while and then it came back on a different network.
0: Oh, interesting. Well, at any rate, did you did you ever watch that? Like back in the well, I mean back in the day, I mean like the
1: payday of it if you will early are, are, 2000s, you, are you mid getting 2000s, to sanjaya
0: exactly what i'm getting <laughs> to man
1: devin booker is not the sanjaya of the nba <laughs> he
0: could be though and that would be sweet <laughs> do,
1: do, do we need to get on um uh what, what's that uh wall street bets on reddit yes Those are the guys who got together to make GameStop go through the roof. (laughs) I should
0: have been in that group. Um, You know, I used to own GameStop stock like Like years years ago, just because I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. Why not? I probably should I really wish I would have hung on to that. Um, Not like I owned a lot of it, but anyway. um, So yeah, no, I think that if, if everything's, let's just say it started, let's say it's today, right? Yeah. Or let's say it's next week. So there's some time even for some of this to carry over and continue.
1: Yeah. if you still say think, hey, it's going to be Chris Paul. But that's, yeah. gonna, that's recency bias because Booker was out for like four games.
0: Well, I don't know about that. I think that Chris Paul is, it would be more based on him being Chris Paul. Uh, right. I don't think either one of them right now deserve to be an all star. I don't think the Suns have an all star right now. But you know what? I don't care. Because. <laughs> <laughs> If 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 we're gonna win, we're gonna make the we're gonna make the playoffs. I don't I'm, I I would even venture to guess that some of those Booker's not even gonna care if they make the playoffs that he will make an all-star team. So I I I don't think they'll I think they very well will end up without an all-star this year. I think that if they have one, it's gonna be Chris Paul and it's going to be due perhaps at least in part to his reputation, but also probably due to kind of a slim pickings you know for the for the um, backcourt now that some of the guys have been traded and what have you out of the west uh, i mean and i don't injuries. know
1: if it's that slim pickings i think it's just somebody else there's it's that next tier down of guys who haven't made it yet or you yeah know, are kind of up and coming because i mean you got i mean there's there's a there's a spot open Well, was chris paula all-star last year he make all-star yeah. team last year yeah okay so so, if you're looking at the backcourt, I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. So we had James Harden, Russell Westbrook, um, Damian Lillard. Well, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook are gone. So that's two guys who had All Star spots right. who are gone. You're you're going to replace that. You're going to replace one of those guys with Steph. That's just given. Right. But we don't have to worry about Clay. So, and then, you know, if Chris Paul holds a spot, Damian Lillard is going to get a spot. Um, you know. Does Jamal Murray deserve a spot? Does Paul George deserve a spot or is he considered a small forward? I would think George has to be, a, I don't know. That's a good question. Cause I mean, the Clippers are currently in first place. Yeah. You know, well. does. Um, what, what, what's Luca considered? Cause you know, he's making it, even though they're tied for 14th in the he's, league He's or in the West. A looter in a riot,
0: um, and I'm pretty sure he's a three, or at least a front court guy. Um, okay, voting, but regardless, um,
1: I don't. What think, about again, Morant? Who,
0: who cares? Oh yeah, I do not even think. Well, yeah, think no, because he's he's back they're
1: fifth, now. dude. They're hired. But since
0: when? Okay, so let's talk about now. Like, I feel like. You you're preaching very hard. This whole like winning team should get all stars thing isn't that like the exact opposite we've been saying for years? Like when Booker wasn't getting. You no, know, I'm respect. saying
1: I'm not saying winning teams should get all stars. Winning teams do get all stars. When the coaches, particularly when you get to the coaches voting, the coaches are the coaches look at like okay, who are the teams that are winning? Somebody from that team should should make it. That's kind of how they look at it. You know, it's just the truth, but both book and Chris Paul made it last. And then having made it prior helps, you know, if you're like, if your team's winning and you've made an all-star game before that, like statistically makes it easier for you to make the all-star game again. I I believe you. And, you know, so book made it for the first time last year and then the team improved. I mean, yeah, they got Chris Paul, but they went from a, he made an all-star game before the team was even good last year. Then they went and did the bubble thing, you know, and he was like the talk of the, the back half of the NBA season. And then they come out and they're a solid playoff team, you know, and he is the face of the franchise. I mean, but I do agree. Chris Paul is technically playing better right now, but you know, Boat just came back from injury. He just hit a game winner. We'll see how, see how that role translates, you know, he shook off some rust and then had a great fourth quarter, you know, that's, but it's like a one game sample size, but still, I think it, it it would suck if their vote, if Chris Paul and Booker's votes split each other and we end up without a all-star because like some guys were like picked Chris, some guys pissed, picked Booker and then whoever, however that vote thing gets kicked tabulated yeah that <laughs> i'm just thinking
0: that's like the like like the old like you, you, your vote for that person isn't isn't a vote at all type thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. for a particular candidate or what have you well let's let's stop talking about <laughs> whether we gonna have an we're not all-star not nah, just to get ourselves oppressed yeah <laughs> uh, no i'm not depressed i don't care about all-stars that's that was an interesting question i really could give less of a shit if the suns have an all-star, I just want the suns to win, man. That's it. That's all. Yeah. So let's talk about winning. (laughs) Excuse me. I mean, let's talk about our upcoming schedule, um, which, which I'm going to, I foresee a lot of wins. It's so funny how I was saying earlier about how I was sad about suns basketball. It's amazing what a couple of days will do to take care of that. Um, God only knows how I'm going to feel by Thursday though. So, Let's say, should we just go the whole month of February, Paul? Since like just in case. we put one pot out <laughs> in January. Um, no, in let's case. let's let's just let's just preview a few games
1: here, okay? Okay. So yeah. let's say, let's say we've leave got next, wanting more.
0: Yeah, leave the next five games. We've got at New Orleans versus Detroit versus Boston versus Cleveland versus millier Okay. Okay. So. What are you thinking for the Suns in those five games? Are we going to see the quote-unquote same old Suns and see a bunch of heartbreaking losses? Or are we going to see the version of the Suns that are 8-1 and in the past three seasons against the basketball god himself as he's been christened by others?
1: (laughs) So... So we're just going through the next five games. That's what I said, bro. Okay, just double checking. So I think we'll beat New Orleans. You know, me too. I think, I think New Orleans is underwhelming again this year, and the Suns are not. Um, I think we will kick the shit out of Detroit. Um, <sighs> we, I feel like we have to. I, I think I think they're going to go into the game gut shit just pissed. <laughs> I I I feel like
0: they have to. I think that game that game is going to tell us a lot about the team. Yes. If uh they go and throw another stinker this time at home against Detroit after what happened last time around, that's disconcerting.
1: But I don't expect that to happen. I think they'll win by 94. 94? Okay, so approximately. So 96 to 2. No, like I was
0: thinking, I was thinking they'll they'll put they'll let them put up some points.
1: So, so like 150 to 54, something like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) I don't know if that math was right. So, okay, so Detroit, how about Boston? Boston's been good this year,
1: man. Boston has been good this year. You know,
0: you know, who I feel like has come into their own for Boston this season, Jalen Brown. He oh, like. He's been yeah, a good player, up. but dude, holy crap! Yeah, he's averaging, he, I think, like 27,
1: 28 points a game. He's playing better than Tatum. I was just gonna say that. I mean, is I mean, Marcus Smart's out. He, I think he's gonna be out for a bit. He, they thought he like he, they thought he like might have tore a calf muscle, but it's only just a sprain. But by he's not gonna be playing by this time, which is good. You know, and, Kemba's back though too. Yeah, but honestly, Kemba might be washed. Oh, Paul. You know, and they don't really have much up front. So I think Aiton could feast a little bit. And they got Theus, but I mean, he's a journeyman center, probably at best. So that one would be close. But. I'm going to give it to the Suns. Oh, because you know we're it, gonna because we're gonna go on a six-game winning streak here, and then we're gonna lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers and Sexland.
0: That name <laughs> still just seems kind of offensive to me. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, come on. <laughs> so are you predicting a loss to Sexland? Is it I mean, sex land or sexland? Like is it a shorter pronounce like Newfoundland or well, Newfoundland? He's Garland?
1: He's not Garland, he's Garland.
0: I know, but you know, you're putting the names together. You can do some stuff for ease of enunciation.
1: But Sexland makes um <laughs> makes more makes it more sense, sound, you know, and it sounds more fun. Park. Sexland, <laughs> it's a theme park. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay, okay, okay. I mean, so are we losing to
1: Sexland? Gonna... No, honestly, I think we have more of a shot of losing to Boston. Um, I, I would agree. But I mean, shit, Cleveland beat Brooklyn twice, you know, so they can get hot and they can, you know, and the Suns have had some off shooting nights. And so to say the least, so it could go either way. You know, it's weird that you look at Cleveland and you don't automatically write it off as a win. But I mean, we also did that with Detroit at the beginning of the season. So who knows? This team kind of plays down their competition a little bit. Speak for yourself. I'm still chalking that up as a win. Okay. And I'll, I'll ask you, uh, how do you feel about Miliwake? Cream City. Um, That's, a, that's such a bad name. To <laughs> the end of the day I died, like, Having a jersey that says Cream City <laughs> and it not being a prop for a porn. <laughs>
0: wow. You're just letting it all out there, aren't you, Paul?
1: Yeah, you know i've been I'm up gonna, since four i'm a little delirious yeah, that's fair dude I, I
0: can i can
1: understand that
0: i uh, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say that they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the bucks yeah, oh so, so we're gonna be on an eight game winning streak of course of course why would i ever why would i after doing this for five years why would i ever with this team now that we're good. on this podcast and ever say we're going to lose this I is can't. true I don't. Believe, well, that's the thing, dude, man. I honestly, like, even we when we can win any game on any well, given night, we can I, win. Exactly. I don't walk into any game thinking that the Suns are going to lose anymore. Even when we haven't been playing well, I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Things tend to work out. I, I like some Zen, of our friends. My, I don't, we Zen don't get bummed out when they lose. <laughs> yeah. My new Zen Zen. Well, I, do, I get sad. I do get sad. Yeah. I, don't get
1: I don't get angry anymore.
0: I don't get angry. I don't get angry either. Cause you know why? because I'm zen. I'm very zen like these yeah. days, Paul. It's fantastic. Yeah. You should try it. I should. Yes. <laughs> Unlike some of our friends who quote unquote <laughs> accidentally leave group chats um <laughs> in in anger after a son's loss but they accidentally did it. All right. So son's going to go 5 and 0 in the next 5 is that what we determined? Yep. Uh-huh. I, of course. I feel like I feel like this podcast was more for you and me than anything, because it's nice to see your face and actually talk to you again. Nice to see your face too. We went nowhere near any, any sort of logical track of thoughts or concepts. It's normal. You know what? (laughs) That's what we do. You're right. All right. So Paul, any last thoughts before we wrap up this pod prediction, prediction of the Pelicans score.
1: Um, 113
0: to 89 cool wow you're expecting your pick 24 point win yep good for you paul yep 115 (laughs) to 101 i'm not gonna be as as wild as you i have to i have to i I think it's the game
1: where everything clicks i think it's gonna be the first game where everything clicks
0: I like to see that. And then hopefully, every game from here on out, everything clicks. Is that too much to ask? I feel like it's no, not not at all. Okay, cool. All All right. Well, we demand
1: and expect perfection.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Do as I say, not as I do, Phoenix Suns. (laughs) Do as I say, (laughs) not as I do. At any rate. Okay. So, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode of Fanning the Flames. It's been so long, people. We hope you enjoy hearing my voices apologize for the perhaps lack of cohesion in this particular episode but
1: we had a we, lot to catch up on
0: we did have a lot to catch up on but we'll be back maybe we'll be back next week maybe we'll be back this week again who knows who knows we'll, we'll get, see how it goes I mean we yeah, got two get
1: more wild. games this week that may you know we may just be like m- maybe we'll make another appearance on, uh, on the jam session who knows we'll see what happens
0: i think i think matthew's put a stop to that because <laughs> we take away too much of his air time we do
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right well you know like we say you exactly. at a fan of the flames yeah. <laughs> so go ahead are you still going nope, Paul? Nope. jesus what are you nope, doing man nope, it's nope, late nope. don't you want to go to bed i, I do so all bad. right like we always say here on fan of the flames we appreciate you guys listening and depending on when you're listening have yourself a good morning good afternoon or good evening
1: Later.